Thanks for listening to the Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write Corolla in the How Did You Hear About Us? So that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Well, Ball Brian's going to give us a health update. He's got some new news involving his condition. Um, so we'll get into that. Mike August is going to call in and defend his point about uh, Mike Lynch uh demolishing his house. First, I'll tell you about Geico. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, you do one or the other, right? And then you have auto insurance. How about you save a ton of dough with Geico? Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. So go to geico.com, get a quote and see just how much you could save. Geico makes it easy when you go to geico.com. You will get Ace-Men's favorites. You will get awesome booze. For $25 shipped to you, you better believe it. You can get Adam's Monthly Nuts. You should get Adam's Monthly Nuts. You should get Adam's Monthly Nuts. There's some real cool crap. You know that you want that. You heard Dick. A new month of Adam's Monthly Nut hath come. This month features four man show coasters made to remind you to respect wood and to remember one of the greatest television shows of all time. A book of booze-themed Mad Libs. So you can spend your downtime without scrolling on your phone. A pack of dude wipes to rid yourself of Framunda. A tin of drive coffee energy to keep you as alert as a goddamn Navy SEAL. And of course, a bottle of your choice. Head to CorollaDrinks.com for one month or keep the shipments coming. Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California. This is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Donnie Deutsch. With Gina Grad on news and Bald Brian on sound effects. And now, when his get up and go has got up and went, he hankers for a hunk of cheese. Adam Corolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice to get on. Mandate, get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you, right, Gina Grant? That's right. Handball, Brian. Great. Hard <laughs> to tell if Lynch was busy with a patient load today. Usually mm-hmm. when he does his lyrics. It is technically a song. He's busy, but this is a little more unique. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Brian's got a health update yeah. for us. We will uh, get into a big football, peewee football hit oh. that's uh, making its rounds. Oh, very, yeah, very curious what your thoughts are on this. Oh, Jeannie, you must have dropped an egg when you saw that, man. <laughs> that That is a mom's greatest well, nightmare. I got a smart news notification. I watched that and I, I, physic- I made a verbal noise like, oh, yeah. so I can't wait. Originally tweeted out by Joel Klatt, a football player himself. And I, what was well? We'll get to it. We'll get to that story. I, I don't know much about. It. I just uh, saw it. I just did uh, fighter and the kids, uh, plural now for some reason. Um, over uh, over. I just did their podcast and they, they showed it. So we'll get to that. 
Um, also, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. The uh, inductees are in. Oh, I was saying to Chris, but I don't know this. Well, maybe Dawson knows or maybe somebody but me knows. But is it like the Baseball Hall of Fame where you just go into the next round the next year? Or, or do you get pulled off the list if you don't oh, make the cut? Oh, it must because Pat Benatar comes up every year, right? I, I, in baseball, if you're not elected within, I don't know, 20 elections or some 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 number, 15, yeah, 20 elections. Yeah, they got to cut it yeah, off. Yeah, they cut it off. So I wonder yeah. if, like, after a certain number of years, they take you off the nominee list. Because it's getting, like, it's getting Susan Lucci embarrassing. Right. Yeah. Scotty, Snotty, and the Hankies <laughs> and their fan base should not have to endure mercifully, this. Mercifully, mercifully. <laughs> this for another 25 uh, years. Um so it always, you know, I'm always, uh, I'm always glad, like I'm glad Devo didn't get in. And then I, you know, have some thoughts about the bands that did get in, but just, you know, Foo Fighters and some bands yeah. like that, fine. But yeah, the two of them, I, I know you love. Always, uh, yeah. Who are the two I well, love? I was thinking Foo Fighters and the Go Go's. Love the Go Go's, love who, but I'm always perplexed by Pat Benatar. She's she had so many by hits. any stretch. Yeah. Yeah. She's a rocker. She's a female. You know, in this day and age, it's always nice to have a little diversity on there. Although bad news, Gina, being a female just ain't enough to cut it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Used to, used to get a few that a boys. No, you need uh, real intersectionality now, right? But I thought, and I was talking to Max Zapata, and I thought. Um, do we got uh, one of the two songs, the Benatar songs I got? Hell for Children. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's Promises in the Dark. Promises in the Dark, yeah. This is a rockin' song. I don't think it's a tool tune. I think it's just a I'm not I even sure I know this song. Oh, you're gonna. So I'm probably not the hook, yeah, yeah. Oh, because like uh, Pat Benatar and Hell is for Children, it, it starts to cook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gina, you, you know, classic yes. rock. We played this. Although, I got to tell you, you stay in one town long enough, start going a little bananas, because I used to tune into K-Earth 101 as the oldie station. That's right. And I used to hear, like, you know, uh, Jerry... Gary Lewis and the Playboys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's all Soft Cell yeah. yep. and Duran Duran. Yeah. They played Sugar Ray the other day. <gasps> On K-Earth 101. Uh, is my it 25 bu- years old? My buddy is uh, is uh, it's the, bass, the fill-in bass player for them, and he heard it, and he called Mark McGrath immediately. And said, I just heard your band on K-Earth. And Mark's be, like, fuck. Yeah, 95, 96. He's yeah. not happy. Yeah, because Mark's a local guy and he probably grew up listening to K-Earth and the oldie station. And well, you want to be on K-Rock. That had a little meatloaf transition. Yeah, it's got this whole thing's got a little meatloaf vibe to it. Because it's, it's soaring. Yeah. It's epic. <laughs> Uh, turn it up a little. And she could sing, too. There's something political or something with her. It's gotta be. She's also married to the same dude for like 50 years. Uh, Does he tour with her? Neil Giraldo. Yeah. And quietly, Pat Benatar had some good guitar licks. Turn up. Hey, Chris. Extensive use of the hi-hat here. Yeah, that's the ride. That's the ride. What is the ride? It's the big symbol on the, on the, on the drum. Yeah. Line, like the bell of it. Yeah, you hit the top part, right? Yeah. We'll uh, do that. Yeah, yeah do For that. For who knows about it, you're certainly not utilizing it. Do you have a ride? Do you need a ride? You're going to the airport? <laughs> Fucking get on it. Uh, listen, there are chops, though. Turn it up. Ryan ringing any rides? No, not really, actually. It's a great song. I, I enjoy this. It's very cinematic. It's epic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a hit, but probably your dad probably wasn't playing it around the house. Does she suffer from Ethan Hawke syndrome, which is she's too cute to be taken seriously? Yeah. Like, Ethan Hawke's a good actor, but he's he's Ethan fucking Hawke, and he's a he's a Adonis. Well, Johnny Depp figured it out. Yeah, true. But none of them are in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so maybe they haven't. Yeah. 
it's got a big ending, too. You desperately search for a way that Yeah, I don't. I, I would need a full explanation on why we pass an over Pat every yeah. every year. You could do this with karaoke, Gina. Yeah, I'd blow out my throat, but I would do it. Who'd you bluff? Sorry, no, my throat. I'd I was blow looking out. at Dawson. No, sorry. I'd blow out my throat. With what? The screaming, the Pat Benatar screaming. All right, let's just keep it to karaoke. This yeah. is a single. In 1981. Yes. Wow. I like when the guys count it down. <laughs> I just love that. My favorite part of any song is, uh, it's not 38 Special. Oh, it's Molly Hatcher where the guy whistles in the, oh. middle, the middle of the song. I like any non-song sequitur right. in the middle of the song. Paradise City, Axl Rose whistles the middle of the song. Yeah. The one ref whistle. I kicks off the mayhem. Mm. She covered Helter Skelter on this album. I want to hear that. Yeah, I've never even uh, I've never even heard that version. But, I want to uh, hear your karaoke song. Oh man, my uh, all right. Let's hear my karaoke song. But I mean, I remember doing this song. Man Show rented out a when it rented out the Pickwick Bowling Alley in oh, Studio yeah. City for a rap party. And at some point, after everyone got good and loaded, it was time to bust out the karaoke, yeah. and I pulled this number out, That's and good. I was throwing karate kicks, <laughs> spinning back fists, <laughs> running in place. I would like to see I, that I, I, performance. There was not a dry eye, yeah, or pants, a dry shirt, or panties in that facility yeah. when I was done. Did you cause lactation? Mm-hmm. Oh no, the panties. the panties. Oh, you said dry shirt. Well, my shirt oh, did wow. take it out and wring that shit out. Hey, Chris. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, look, we have a still. That's a picture of me singing Hell is for Children at uh, Kimmel's old house up in, the, up in the Hollywood Hills. So this is your go-to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got, you know, Jimmy has Neil Diamond, and I, right. I bust out Pat Benatar. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looking at Jimmy singing his underpants. At what point did he drop his pants that are around his ankles at this moment that we're seeing this picture? Oh, they he was, been taken down. He didn't take his pants down. He was just pulling them up. He was putting them on. <laughs> the kids came into the room. I see. Yeah. All right. Let's just fast forward to the last 40 seconds of this song. That's, a, that's all we needed. This is where all the karate kick sure. in. Punching in the air takes place. Who's their guitar player? Is that Neil Giraldo? Oh, yeah, he's good. I love a big ending song. I love a build with a big crescendo song. Legs, heels, everything was flying yeah. at this point. Elbows. Full Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Nice. You know, um, I think Chuck Norris endorsed a karate blue jean. Yeah, the, they're, they're like in the stretchable. Like 80s. Like, yeah, they, they had great. some stress to them or something. Like, like yeah, yeah like, you know, when you, you go out to brunch and you want to kick a dude in the face. <laughs> and how? <laughs> but you can't because right. you're wearing confining you're jeans. Yeah. 
So you have to go with like a shin kick or yeah, something? that's right. Well, not anymore because uh, Chuck has himself uh, stretchy karate <laughs> jeans. roundhouse is back on the menu. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, I got a special. It's back of my heel to your orbital socket. All right. Brian has a health update. And uh, I'm curious because I was not prepared for this. Uh, neither was I. Um, so for the, you know, I finished my pills, my last round of medication in December, December 8th to be specific. Uh, that was Stavarga. And that was a very, 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 very tough six months of medication. That was, I, I, you know, you guys only saw me over Zoom, but I lost so much weight. My hair was falling out of my beard. My beard turned like kind of a weird grayish color. Well, not gray, like gray, but like mm. like a flesh tone. Like it was, it was, it was very toxic. I got, I get these horrible blisters on my feet. I could barely walk around. I had to aquaphor my feet every night and put socks on before bed. It was, it was, it was hellish. Hell, hell is for me, not for mm-hmm. children. Uh, thankfully, it ends in December, and it's been a very steady improvement. Uh, ever since I, I feel better, I put on weights. I'm eating, you know, my appetite's back, colors back in my beard, and my eyebrows are growing back. It's all, it's all good. Um, had a MRI on Monday. Had the results today with my doctor, Doctor Rudnick, and he saw a couple of spots he didn't like on God the damn MRI. Damn it! I know it's always, it's always something. It's relentless. It's it it. I, I finished my book with this, and it's fucking true. Cancer is relentless and cancer will never quit. Like I will feel good. And then out of the blue, it's just, it's something, you know what I mean? I feel good. I feel great. Actually. I feel the best I felt in in a couple of years, Uh, but a couple little dots. And he's like, you know, I want to be aggressive. You know, you respond really well to treatment. So I want to treat it now. And so he's putting me on this new medication called CCNU, which thankfully if not even a silver lining. It's kind of a glass half full situation. Um, the glass half full view is it's nowhere near as toxic as the last mm. medication. I won't be, I won't be uh, suffering the same side effects. You know, there is problems with potentially with you know white blood cell counts, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, he's had good results from it, and he's also going to put me back on Avastin because he's like, you responded so well before. We use these in conjunction, and we're going to use it on you, you know, in conjunction now, assuming all your blood work comes back good, which I assume it will. But uh, back in the fight, and uh, who knows how long this will last. Yeah, it it really sucks, and I feel really bad for Christy. She has put up with a lot and been through a lot the last year, and this is just, thankfully, it will not be as bad as it was last time. You know what I mean? Toxic Mm -hmm. side effects, but it's uh, another round. How long is the round? It's uh, the pills. It's a weird thing. I take four, literally four pills every six or eight weeks, depending on how the blood counts come back. So it's like four pills on like, you know, the first of the mm-hmm. month. And then on the 15th of the next month, I'll take four more pills. There's a half life where it stays in your body and does the work and whatever. Um, and that will go on probably for six rounds. So maybe nine ish months oh, potentially. Mm. Do they have you know we're always talking about um breakthroughs right and you know hopefully you you know you buy time and then there's a breakthrough mm-hmm. and you buy time's a breakthrough first things first i love it drives me nuts when they go we have some experimental drug and it's used for cataracts but it's not been approved for cancer right. and then you go well the fda is gonna you know slow boat it it's right. like give them just that's fucking what invested was for me 11 right. years ago yeah let, for you know different kinds of cancer let people own. that are in dire straits make their own minds right. up with their doctors and sign a release and and give it a shot but so we're always kind of talking about the medicine side of it but there's also a technological side of it, mm-hmm. equipment, breakthroughs, mm-hmm. microsurgeries and techniques and, and things that didn't exist. It's like there were for heart disease and now they're doing stuff with robots and uh, they're doing stuff offline mm-hmm. or online, but not in, in, the, in the operating room, stuff like that. So your tumor was inoperable, uh, right. you know, 12 and a half, 13 years ago, but are they making breakthroughs? I mean, they keep moving with the technology of the actual procedure. Right. And are they getting any closer? Is there any news or is it ever discussed from that 
department. Yeah. So we, my doctor, I've been seeing my doctor now for 12 years. So we talk about these things from time to time in good times and in bad. We're like, so what's on the horizon? What are you working on? What's possible? And as the, you know, over the last couple of years, there's been more treatment than not. He, he actually, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, when my, I was diagnosed, my tumor's on the brainstem, right? It's surrounded by a web of, of uh, uh, nerves and cranial facial nerves and things you just can't mess with, right? So they're inoperable. However, it's gotten to the point now, the technology, like you said, he's like, we could biopsy it if we had to. We could biopsy mm. it, and that would lead to like immunotherapy. You know what I mean? Like get a mm-hmm. sample and like design like an immunotherapy. So he's, that's, What's it, an aminotherapy? Aminotherapy is you, you saw it on 60 Minutes. It's where they like reverse engineer HIV to attack or something to attack you know, tumor cells, mm-hmm. your specific tumor cells, as opposed to attacking your whole body. So, but it, it that doesn't sound HIV. like the mechanical part. Well, the <laughs> mechanical is the biopsy. It's the so physical they, they going have in to, and getting they a they tissue cannot, sample. Sorry, yeah. They cannot design a therapy unless they physically Correct. can get a piece of it. Because they have to, yeah, they have to, I guess, synthesize it somehow. Like, they have to know exactly what that tumor is to make. And by the way, this, as they say, uh, my doctor told me today, like, I have a plan B and a plan C if this doesn't work, but I expect this to work. So mm-hmm. this, this, but this p- is not... Plan know, B or C may be a biopsy. Yes, that's... Probably where you know we'll we'll end up if this doesn't work, which I expect it to. But, I have high hopes. But they've made enough progress in the sort of mechanical part in the no, no, choice you're of words. The, the but they made going enough in there and getting it. progress in the last twelve and a half. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, twelve years. Uh, they made enough in that department that they feel confident that they could do a biopsy. Yeah. Would literally just That's, go in with, I don't know, a, 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 a hair, you know, a hair thin needle and right. just pull it out. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. That's what I would imagine. They go in there with the thinnest needle and they get a little clip yeah. and they pull it out and then they so have the sample. Bumping up make. against, yeah. And hopefully this is all a moot point. Right. <laughs> hopefully this doesn't come to this. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree, but it does, because I think in a mechanical standpoint and I think about, you know, what the hell were you doing, you know, in 09 mm-hmm. when you were diagnosed? Was there Teslas running mm-hmm. around all over the place? There was no. I think they had just come out. Maybe they just come out. Maybe it was just Rob Schneider Cer- and its roadster. Yeah, certainly or not something. for the rest of us. I, it wasn't, you know, wasn't around. You know, SpaceX wasn't doing what yeah. it's doing. Like their iPhones yeah. weren't what they were, no. you know, are. I mean, we're move, moving move ahead a lot. Yeah. And it's changed. That's a, that's a good thing to have in your hip pocket that you don't you know you don't want to have to pull out but it's good that it exists because it it wasn't really discussed at the beginning right it was it just, wasn't even an option no, it wasn't it, an option it, the newest thing back then was the gamma knife that was a big deal and now that's pretty common mm-hmm. uh it couldn't be used on me but it, that was pretty common is that what hurts days. superman mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a gamma knife i have knife? to go back and look well so then if they can biopsy it, if they can get a tissue sample, how confident are they that they could that they could create a a regimen once we, they biopsy? It? We have not had that discussion, so I have no idea because we're I'm focused on the the current course of treatment. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Maybe that's a question I should have asked, but I was so focused on you know it's a lot of new information. You know, you're going to be on this, you're right. going to be on this, and and, and I, I think you're you got the right idea. Rest assured, I he think you dropped the ball. I think you did too. <laughs> I'm not with you should Gina. have somebody oh, with you. You're an so advocate. overwhelmed, you couldn't ask a fucking. But like, my life wasn't full of regrets enough. <laughs> just knowing the doctor saying we got a plan B, it's don't worry about it right now. I mean, he, I'm sure that can be worked out. I'm sure that'll be discussed yeah. if and when it's necessary. So when do you start this? Uh, as Early as tonight, I took. Whoa. I got my blood drawn earlier today. They want to make sure my white blood cell count is good. It should be. In which case, they'll probably say, "Oh, go ahead and start the pills, and you know, we'll get this this thing running." They're getting a, a, approval for Avastin, which shouldn't be a problem. Wait, why do you need approval again? <laughs> I guess if you, I, I've been off you be it a, for three years. Oh, I was going to say you got a punch card. I know. That, so hopefully, it works in my favor. I don't think that'll be a problem. And then I'll get my infusion within a week, and wow. we're off and running. Well, if you lose the weight dramatically and body hair as well, save a few for Gina. She's I was got a wedding coming up. That's true. I was going you know to I mean? ask you that. Nobody likes a hairy, fat bride. <laughs> <laughs>
That's for goddamn just, sure. You you take what four pills? Just cheek one of them. Yeah, I'll pay yeah. you handsomely. <laughs> Can do. All right. Well, sorry to hear about it for sure, but keep us updated. Yeah. And um, I, I feel I should point out to people listening who are concerned that people tweet me or email me like, "Hey, man, I'm really rooting for you." I appreciate that. I feel good. I feel great. Mm. Um, I don't have any others. The only symptom I have, it's weird. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Maybe you haven't. My smile is a little crooked. Didn't I say that to you? No, you said you asked me if I was limping, which oh, I, I think, wasn't. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gina. I think that the the walking because we were walking down the stairs. I think that was my dip a toe in thing, but I have noticed the face. Yeah, so a little crooked smile, but yeah. other than that, I don't have any numbness, any tingling, any anything. Well, ease up on that because if you do anything mm. fucked up, we'll blame it on the tumor. Oh no, yeah, I, I already, I'm mentally compromised. Yeah, yeah I already. When I asked you who left the tissue in the urinal and you gave me that smile, I (laughs) took that to mean something else. All right. I uh, took the tissue out. Someone has has a uh, scientific explanation on why we're able to tell if people are uh, even with masks or something. Someone else. Yes. Sorry, that just reminded me. I got uh, a really quick DM on my way in from a horse trainer that can explain the uh, succinctly the whole um, Kentucky Derby thing. Mm. You want me to just tell you really fast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's amazing. Her name is Mindy Brogdon. She's great. She does this for a living. And she said, Butte. Horse the... trainer? Yes. I just hear her last week. <laughs> keep going. Okay. She has a company called Horseplay in Arizona. Oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. Butte. What's her partner's name? <laughs> I, I don't know, but she she's amazing. Mm-hmm. The med founded Medina Spirit is a version of Horse Advil. Well done. You are right. The reason is uh, it's governed because Horses' broken legs uh, running while medicated. If they don't feel it, they don't know not to push hard. It's a dirty little secret in racing. So to medicate them, they don't know how bad their leg is, and they're going to mm-hmm. keep running on it when they shouldn't. That's mm-hmm. why. Yeah. It had a scene like that in North Dallas 40. He I've took, never seen he, it. He took the needle. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. And then he got hit so hard it Bent his face mask. Yes. That's right. You never seen North Dallas? No, I, I'm speaking of football scenes with needles, I've seen, um, um, what's the prison one? The the the, the longest Semi, yard? Yeah. Longest, longest yard, yard where they, yeah. they, they inject him and they got all loopy and everything. But, but, but this Dallas makes sport. sense. It's not like it's hurting them or giving them in some ways a competitive advantage. It's actually looking out for the horse who doesn't know how much pain he's in and shouldn't be running that hard. So Cancel the, 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 yeah. the winner should have been canceled. Med- or, or should medulla oblongata. Should have... <laughs> According to your friend, yes. should have had. I think that so. Happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just go down the line. Um, we got uh, August is going to call in and defend himself with the Mike oh, Lynch story. Can't wait. I don't know what angle he's going to yeah. choose. How do you defend that? <laughs> Maybe I didn't a, say bulldoze. I said burn down. <laughs> Maybe it's a. I don't know. It could be a, a Gabe type excuse, like weather related. Oh. Sure. You know. Yeah. When you're ordering food and it's he raining. Called, it was raining. He called me. He was hot. He was really he was hot, hot on the subject. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Mike, uh, so the thing about Lynch is, uh, you know, I've written five books with the man. He's a pretty sober dude. Yeah. Like he's he's not, he doesn't do that thing where he said, you said you were going to call on your way back, not on your way in. Like he's, he's, he knows. if he says something, it pretty much went down that way. But you know the same thing about August. Yeah. <laughs> I was standing in between the two of them when he suggested the bulldozer. So I don't know how Mike's going to get around I'm this. Excited. And it was after a very long uh, well, not long, but it, but a, a tour where, squ- where square foot tour. yeah, Lynch was preening about the work he'd done. Uh, let's see, let's talk to uh, Al thirty nine from Chicago. Got a question about improv? Yeah, hey Adam, how are you? Hi guy. Uh, hi guy. Twice in two days, I remember I called you and Stromer yesterday uh, about the uh, my front porch. Getting, oh uh, yeah, get, getting that redone. Yeah, paint it. Uh, yeah, uh, but. Uh, Gina Bald, how are you guys? Hi Love there. the show, first That's of all. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, Adam, I know you're a big improv fan, and I've never heard you talk about that show, Whose Line Is It, is it Anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to watch that show all the time, the British version, the American version, and some of those guys like Ryan Stiles and Colin Mockery, if those those names ring a bell, were yeah, really good at it. And I don't know if it's a different style of improv than what you were talking about like in the theater, but it is kind of it, the truest form of those, comedic improv. Those are more like improv games, yes. like warm-up games. Short yes, form, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just remember seeing it once, and 
All Drew Carey was doing is laughing his ass off the whole time while he was sitting <laughs> he had the down. Best job ever. He had the, the greatest one ever. Yeah. And then I also wonder if it was ever cooked. Like, mm. I wonder if they knew any of the suggestions beforehand. Like, I mean, they're all seasoned guys. Yeah, I, I, everyone is seasoned, but everyone's better when they can be uh, pre-seasoned. I like the rub myself. I like a dry rub. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like... Uh, I've been around, like I did Hollywood Squares. They present you all the questions right. in, beforehand, and they would do it with. Uh, no, they wouldn't do it anything with Match Game. I guess they couldn't do anything with Match Game because they wouldn't. Well, they would know what the questions right. were, but that fell kind of interesting. They got a lot of rules in game shows, and Match Game had a lot of rules, and we've all seen the movie. The contestant, what was uh, it? What was quiz that? Show? Quiz, quiz show, show. yeah, uh, quiz show. Finds, yeah, right. So there's a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. Like in you do match game, it's like oh, you can't be in the room with this guy alone. Right. You got to yep. do this and that. But but then you do Hollywood Squares, where it was a game show, and they could win money. But they would tell you all of the questions sure. in advance. So I'm not sure how those. That what was the distinction for comedic was. purposes. I don't think it affected the gameplay. When I was on right. Millionaire, there was a lot of rigmarole, a lot of rules. Well, and it does say that at the end of the show, it's like portions have been edited. It did not affect the outcome or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, I'll watch it. For some reason, Drew Carey just laughing his ass off and not doing any of the work and getting paid <laughs> 10 that? times what everyone no, on stage probably, got paid. That was probably the worst version of that show because the British version was good. And when, when Aisha Tyler, remember, she hosted it for a while. It was mm-hmm. pretty good. And I think that was the later stages when Wayne Brady was on a lot too. Greg Proops. But, yeah, we should you know, ask Proops again. I mean, yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Proops, yeah. Greg Proops was great on that show. And I guess some of that stuff, you know, was they did have a lot of the audience throw out stuff. So oh, okay. maybe that's harder to get ahead of hand. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know if you'd ever watched it. You never talk about it. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'd, 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 I've seen bits and pieces of it and I was uh, impressed. But as I always say um, with me, I'm. Never impressed when the people do something I can do. Mm. So it's a it's, sure. a it's a general downtroddenness with some low self esteem. So I have always said I'm impressed when people play instruments. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed when people, people spell spell right. things, eye contact, mm-hmm. uh, hugs for <laughs> children, compliments, things of that nature. Right. Uh, yes, yeah, things <laughs> exotic things right. like that. Now, in in a, in a weird way, it's like I never really thought about this, but I have really good balance. So it's like if someone's going to walk the tightrope or something, I'm like, eh. I mean, it's it's cool, but, but does I, I have good balance. So wow. I don't I don't think See that, that much about it. And you're like, eh, eh, it's cool. Yeah, like I, there's there's things that I feel like I can do and I'm, I'm never, well, maybe everyone's this way. I'm, I'm never fully impressed when I'm watching a version of something I can do. Yeah. I tend to watch stuff that's a ways away. And I, I guess... Uh, you know, it's always a weird thing. I was this. I was always thinking about this, and it's uh, it's an interesting approach to life. Which is, um, I told you guys a few years ago when I was talking to my mom, who's um, uh, never asked follow up questions, is never interested in anything, and it just sort of sits there and mm-hmm. just sort of absorbs whatever mm-hmm. it is you're talking about. But uh, as I get older, I I start. I was saying to her, you know. I think I was leaving for Laguna Seca the next day to go do a car race or something. So she's like, what are you doing this weekend or whatever it was? And I said, well, we're going to Laguna Seca. We do it every year and we're doing a vintage car race there. And she's like, mm, okay. There you go. You know, there you go. And uh, and Berta discovered a muffin shop <laughs> off of Fair. It's John, where is but what, what? Oh, no, it's not on the same side as Cantor's. It's can- no, but it's on Fairfax. And I'm, I'm never going there. <laughs> I don't even eat bran muffins, That's but like okay. Me and Grandma would have said at this point in the story, "Oh, what were you wearing?" <laughs> what were you wearing? So <laughs> she would say it all the time. If you dare drone on one sentence too long, "Oh, what were you wearing?" <laughs> I, I know started, it's trying interesting. Trying to illustrate the story, <laughs> we have to circle back this because it's interesting. So I, uh, I just stopped in the middle, and she was doing her usual nothingness, and I went. Any questions? You don't want to know what car I'm driving or what class or event or how anything works or what it is? And she goes, you know, I don't know anything about cars. Would you like to learn? Would you like to learn something about cars? Well, so that thing where people go, you know, you got to watch all the stuff 
for you or that mm-hmm. you already know about that you're you're into. You know, I like watching Sex and the City. You know, yeah. I I don't I don't get seems very closed. I mean, you know, there's a culinary version of this. Like, mm-hmm. go out and eat Cuban food if you've never eaten Cuban food. Like, right. you know, what are what these What do I know rules? about Cuban food? What are you imposing all this yeah. stuff on you? And yeah, watching stuff you already do or know how to do or whatever. It is also, you end up you end up looking at it like a, um, I don't know, at some point you just become a gynecologist, you get tired of staring at pussy. Oh, is that what happened? You got to read the placard in the oh. wall in the office next time you're next in the Next to the Hippocratic Oath. Well, what I'm Whoa, saying is, is that. <laughs> I would watch it and I'd start looking at it from a more technical yeah. standpoint yeah. and I'd fun. go, oh, that guy didn't yes and, and the next no. thing you know, I got my jeweler's loop out, I'm not enjoying myself, and that's why I watch Love Boat and Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al. But uh, All right. I'll look into it. No, I'm, I just uh, I didn't know if you had in the past, but I you know I don't even know if it's on anymore. But I I wasn't expecting you to go to the, uh, the the gynecology route, but I mm. totally totally can see that now. Yeah, well, that was called improvisation, and that's why I can't watch. <laughs> okay. Why I should be on that show? How's your Thanks, deck? Guys. How's your deck doing? I'm, I talked to my wife about it, and we're going to go get the paint this weekend. So nice. All right, got the guys. Actually, have the guys power washing it today. So hopefully, it'll stay clean for the weekend. So. Don't uh, when you're ordering paint, like when you go to the Home Depot. Oh, yeah, boy! Don't do that move where you stand three feet behind your old lady while she's pointing at stuff, like I see in the Home Depot commercial. Mm. The guys always cuckold okay. in those it's commercials. Yeah. <laughs> now this is fun. Either get to the counter really with yeah. her and yeah. start pointing at shit, or just go yeah. take a trip to the plumbing department yeah. and lose yourself. Okay. This is great. Okay. Yeah. So my mean grandma, your mean grandma, we all kind of know these people. What they do, have we all had these conversations? Probably, yes. They jump. You're so worried about them, like, jumping in that you end up speeding every story because it's like you know you're on the clock Mm. all the time. Yeah. Your monitor's on. Yeah. So you end up going, oh, you get into two modes. You go like you'll do a fast forward. You go like, uh, so I was. It doesn't matter where I was. Anyway, the, the the point is, is I I see this guy Rob who I used to. All right, doesn't really matter how we know each other. And then we go to the counter. That's the point. The, the lady says, "Well, it doesn't. All right, it doesn't really matter what she says." But you end up just fast. You blow hey, right. You a turn fraction the, of what it should You're the worst stand up comedian yeah. ever at that yeah. point because you just power right through your monologue. And then my grandma used to hit me with the light. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. She had a flashlight. She would stand up in the back of the yeah. room. And if my story, when I got to like two minutes story, she'd start flashing the light at me. Nerve wracking. Yeah. So. You know who had that beat? Hmm. My grandpa, her husband, because he was a Canadian. He was a polite, slow, slow speaking Canadian. And he would be, he'd be telling his daughter, doting story, doddering stories. And grandma would be, oh, what were you wearing? And he'd, be, he'd just take a pause. So anyway, I went up to the lady and said her so much. It's always funny, too. It's like those people that, that do that, my grandma was that way. It's not like she had somewhere to go. It's not right. like she was a hand surgeon and <laughs> yeah, she had to scrub in scrubbing. in 20 minutes. Where the fuck are you going? You're yeah. retired. You're putzing around in sweatpants. Where Let are you tell going? The story. Let him tell the story. All right. Let me tell you about Hyundai. Tucson, and uh, they've questioned everything to create the best Tucson ever. This is really a nice piece. I've been really seriously looking at this car, and um, it's a ton of car for the money. It's uh, Hyundai Tucson, and you go to uh, Hyundai.com. All right, let's see. Notice the car flaw in the movie Nobody, which I heard was mm-hmm. a good movie. And I, I know. I want to well, see it. I think it's streaming and in theaters, right? Maybe. It was, yeah. Uh, in theaters. I don't know if it still is. But, yeah, Patrick, 39. Ace Man, how you doing? You got a car situation in a movie? Uh, yeah. I was screaming about it. My wife said I had to call you because she was sick of listening to me. So they yeah. have a 70, uh, the neighbor, Odenkirk's neighbor has a 73 Challenger. And mm-hmm. he's bragging about the 4.9 liter engine, which mm. very easily Googleable thing. It does not come with that engine. And all why they all had all the emissions and stuff then. Why would you pick a 73? It just didn't make any sense. Yeah, displacement, big issue. 
You know what, though, Patrick, I have yeah. an answer for you. You're 100% right. I'm sure I know nothing about this. However, the neighbor was portrayed as a bit of a douche. You know what I mean? Like he was the annoying guy who was That's always fair. going on about the car. That could have been intentional on the filmmaker's part to make it seem like he was a clueless idiot because the neighbor was portrayed or cast as this sort of dum-dum. Great point, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Was it as egregious as John Wick when Legazamo got under the car and went, oh, man, the radiator oh. shot to hell and the drive shaft's all busted up? It's like, well, then you can't drive the car. I got an answer for you. He's going to no, make it so satisfying. Same writer. Oh, Same writer. God. No. Same writer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Good. And it is streaming, by the way, on Amazon Prime and Vudu. Mm. Uh, it's solid. Yeah, I really want to see it. Except so, for the car stuff. Yeah, right. The Challenger would add a 426 Hemi or a 396? I don't know that much. Not in, 70, in 73, it only had a small block. But if no. they just swapped it to like a 70 Challenger, they could say, oh, it's got a Hemi or something. Was it as bad as War of the Worlds when Tom Cruise was rebuilding his... Hertz rent a car Mustang and he had a 302 in his kitchen he was working on instead of the 289 that it came with. That's this egregious. is amazing. It's an attack. That's another engine displacement abortion, except for this time they bumped it up a few cc's versus with you, they dropped down with the 4.9. Right. Down. An attack. An attack. But again. Okay, now the fun begins. Nothing could be as, as egregious as, as uh, your Transformer movie. She <laughs> popped the hood and was staring at a. She, she was staring at cross ram induction and saying it was a double pumper Holly four barrel with a, with a, with, with a. Oh, God. What was it? It was a. Fun um, fact Megan Fox completely improvised that scene. Really? No, of oh, course okay. not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How would she know? I don't know. It's all the serious cancer talk got me out of Got me off my game. That's right. Yeah, she was looking. Oh, we're having another baby. She said, she said it was a uh, high rise. She was a high rise. Double pump something. With a double, with a double pumper, which is a holly fucking four barrel. <laughs> all right. Speaking of cars, let me tell you about uh, Al Cam, the uh, always on personal vehicle security system providing constant confidence on and off the road. Sorry, but. We're living in a time, people. It's a litigious time. You need this product. Real-time connectivity and leading technology. Um, Even when your car is off and parked, you have constant visibility wherever you are. Night infrared sensors, 4G, LTE connectivity, real-time live view, AI surveillance and alerts, and real-time two-way talk. Alcam puts privacy first. Your video can only be seen by you with the secure video storage in the cloud. And uh, from sharing uh, HD video proof with uh, friends or uh, your auto insurer, this can come in very handy. Alcam makes it easy. Tell your side of the story. Uh, Max Pad, you put this thing in your mobile? I did. It took me like five minutes to, to install. It was actually really easy. And um, I've had stuff stolen from my car before. I've gotten my parked car has been hit before. So it's nice <laughs> just having that peace of mind that I'll know what happened if that ever happens again. It is Alcam, right, Dawson? Using the code Corolla20 gives Adam Corolla listeners $20 off any Owlcam 5.0, 1, 2, or 3 camera pack. Shop at owlcam.com slash Corolla and use the discount code Corolla20 for $20 off. I like how in a movie about intergalactic sentient transforming robots, your main beef is with a minor a well, minor mistake. It's the only mind. unbelievable part. <laughs> I They lost me during that, during that when they popped the hood on Bumblebee. <laughs> Oh, this is interesting. Kind of reminds me of a story, and I'm, I am interested in this subject. Paul, 36, you have a scientific explanation for why we can still identify people with masks on. Yeah. Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, Good. A couple of weeks ago, there was that lawyer where we barely saw any of her face, but they ended up figuring out who she was. She had assaulted somebody at like a Black Lives Matter rally or something like that. She and you would, made the point she, that she's the one with the Molotov cocktail. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you made the point like we're so similar, two eyes, nose, right? Everyone's got like bilateral symmetry in their face. And 
how is it that we can tell the difference? And there's actually a specific part of our brain called the uh, fusiform facial area that is responsible for picking up on these super minute differences in our face, so much so that they've recognized it's activated in engineers who work on, like, engines. They observe the engine in the exploded view. I, so, I've always been fascinated with this. It struck me, God, it was like (laughs) 20, I think about 20 some odd years ago, me and Jimmy and Kevin of Kevin and Bean, we went out to Miami to watch the Super Bowl and must have been 1999 or 98 or whatever. And, um, it was at night, and the only show I was doing at the time was uh, Loveline on MTV. And it was at night, and we're walking down a boulevard, and uh, like somebody like honked their horn. They're driving by, like, hey, Adam Carolla, you know? And I, I thought to myself at the time, I thought, when I do Loveline on MTV, I'm, I'm sitting, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm clean-shaven, and I'm not wearing a ball cap. Right. Now, I'm wearing a ball cap, I'm not clean shaven and I'm walking around and somebody from their car knew it, knew it was yeah. me. Now I got the ace man windbreaker with the rainbow tape on the back mm-hmm. of it. And that could have been something, but I was just thinking about this the other day because I did, um, a early morning hit on like Fox and friends or something like, I don't know, last week. And, uh, that afternoon I was just standing in this little liquor store and I had the mask, I had the mask spread out, like mm-hmm. on my face and spread out. Again, I was, you know, wearing the ball cap and I was standing up and some middle-aged woman just walked by and went, hey, Adam Carolla. And I was like, how do you know me? And she went, I saw you on Fox and Friends this morning. And I'm like, how How does that yeah, work? How does that translate? nothing to really go off of, but we we can do it, Paul. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad you reminded me of something You're entertaining. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, it's something that's really advantageous for us to have done for, like, survival reasons, right? Like, are you angry with me? And minute face changes, and we were mm-hmm. able to tell things about one another. And now we've turned it into recognizing each other behind masks. Interesting. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> All right. Hey, real, uh, real quick, can I throw hmm. something at you? Um, there, I just got a news alert. Boy, Newsom doesn't want to be recalled. In the worst way, he doesn't want to be recalled. I just got a news alert from Alex Michelson. Uh uh, Gavin Newsom tells me California's mask mandate will almost entirely go away on June 15th. And there's a little video. Do you want to watch it? Yeah, we should. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break and we'll watch it after the break. But whoever your mayor is and whoever your governor is, but governor in this case, uh, organize a recall like every every three years because he said he said two things. Take your mask oh. off and we're handing money out. Yeah. We'll give money to everybody yep. and you take your mask off. Yep. So, OK. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with that. Maybe August and oh, yes. uh, big football hit right after this. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Hey there, Ace. It's Don in Tempe. I'm just curious, how long before the great white shark gets a a name makeover from the woke crowd? Get it out, man. Love you guys. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Yeah, it's Jabba Jaw. (laughs) Oh, the cartoons I had to watch when I was a kid. All right, we got uh, Gavin Newsom's. And look how cr- look how cash he is in his little V neck and little tussled hair with the little uh, Superman curl. He doesn't have his mask on. Yeah. All right. And are are we looking at masks after June fifteenth? No. Only only in those settings that are indoor. Uh, only in those massively large settings uh, where people around the world, not just around the country, uh, are convening and when people are mixing in real dense spaces. Otherwise, we'll make guidance recommendations, but no mandates and no mandates and no restrictions in businesses large and small. Coming from the man who wouldn't reopen Disneyland when Disney World was like, come here, check out how we're doing this. Yeah, I know. motivated somehow. Yeah. Somehow motivated. Oh. There you go. All right. Well, good. I mean, 
I never wear a mask anyway, so it's not really going to affect me, but for the little people. Well, and like you said, in your neighborhood, I've been really trying to see who's wearing it when I'm on my walks. Nobody now. Mm. Nobody Mm. in Valley Village, Studio City. This is, remember, from a few months ago where somebody was running by me yelling, mask, 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 and would like jog by you. That that is a thing of the past. I yell. If it's a dude, I just yell tampon, tampon, tampon. That's right. yeah, I've always I've always likened it. Like I said, I've been flying commercially a lot, and you know you got to wear the mask in the plane. And then as soon as they handed out the pretzels, I was like, "There's no science behind this." But I was it's always the thought I had with cell phones. They always gave me the whole spiel about powering down mm-hmm. and stuff. I said, "If if this is really dangerous, they would not let you on the flight right. with this. Right. And if the mask did anything on an airplane, then they wouldn't hand you drinks and pretzels." All right, let's see. Someone wants to know if anyone here has uh, Bitcoin or is it Doge? Doge coin? Yeah. Um, Steve, Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, guy. Hi, guy. Hey, all you 18 whalers. Anyone see any smoky bears? <laughs> that wasn't bad. That, that was fantastic. Bad. But by the way, it's diesel demons or pedal pumpers. It's not 18 wheelers. Diesel demons. Oh, Sue Savage thinks otherwise. Mm. Love this guy. Uh, hey, uh, sorry. So yeah. um, I was just curious. Yeah, with all the, the rage with Elon Musk last Saturday and the Dogecoin uh, um, hit that's been going on, and obviously with seeing the, the rise in Ethereum, which is another uh, Bitcoin-based um, app that I think when I bought in at maybe three months ago, it started at 1600 for the one Ethereum, and now it's up to over 4000 in just three months. And then obviously with Bitcoin, having been about a year ago, was in like the high teens and now is in the mid-55,000. If anybody on the staff has any, has gotten into it, was curious about it, or if you even, Adam, uh, with all of your uh, different uh, diversified portfolio, if you have anything in that at all. Well, now, normally we'd take a poll of the staff, (laughs) but I happen to know the answer, because if any of these lackeys bought low on Bitcoin two years ago, they'd be long gone, long gone. Although, in turn, Ryan evidently has a story. Oh, it's so tragic. So I bought a bunch of when Dogecoin, like the first time I heard about it, I was like, you know what, for the the one time I'm going to be in early on this thing. And if it Mm -hmm. blows up, like, I mean, I'm going to have so much money. So I put like 400 bucks into it at like one point. It was at like 1.2 cents or something like that. And now it's at like, I don't know, 60. Um, but anyway, I put a limit sell on it. So I met, yeah, basically like, okay, if it ever gets to 10 cents, then I'll just sell and like whatever, 4x my money. I missed a zero. And so I put a limit sale at one cent. Oh, God. And it already was past that. So it just immediately sold. And I was just so frustrated that I just said, okay, I'm out of the game. Oh, my what would God. it be worth today? Somewhere close to like $14,000. Oh, mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one cent. Yeah. Mm. 60 times. The financial thing, Gina, hypothetical yeah. on, the, on the date. I'm going to keep adding on to these. Um, sorry, Ryan. Uh, go away. Uh, empty the ashtrays in Dawson's truck. <laughs> Hop to it, boy. Okay. Now. Oh, ashtrays, plural. <laughs> so... I, here's a hypothetical. Okay. All right. So I'm going to add a third to the guys you don't want to go on that first date with. Okay. So uh, Ralph's club card yeah. on the keychain. Yep. Uber placard. Yeah. In the windshield of the car, he rolls up. Mm-hmm. Third, um, chooses not to go back to work because making more money from home with the government uh, giving the checks. Oh, oh! Not for investing. No, from, like, he's from just like on disability or, or SSI. No, just like I or could. I could go back to the Starbucks in Sherman Oaks, but I'm actually getting more uh, staying here. There's a big issue because we're not people. So have this. We we have this. We have unemployment, yeah. which is big, but we also have businesses simultaneously begging for employees. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. 
the theory is we pump so much money into so many people, and I've it's it's anecdotal, but I've heard from a lot of people who have little business, mm-hmm. like their employees are going, fuck it, I'm staying home. Right, there was a restaurateur in the news from Arizona who was offering, I think it was full-time college tuition for people to come back and work at, like at his restaurant. Yeah, so making I, more at home than you would be on the job. I can answer this. And it comes down to, all three of those come down to, not how, how do I personally feel about it, but how do I explain it? How mm-hmm. would I explain it to my parents? How well, would I explain it to my friends? someone new? Tell yeah, me so all if about I said, him. You know, his only real quirk is he has like a Ralph's card. My par- my, they'd be like, Go fuck it. What are you talking about? This guy's great and he's uh, mm-hmm. savvy. Or, hey, he's a hard worker. You know, when he's not, you know, he has a side hustle. When he's not dating you, he's, you know, picking people up, taking them to the airport. This one, I he's could not, not ex- you. <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't explain this to my family. Mm-hmm. And make turns on he makes more staying home. So, mm-hmm. you know, that is absolutely number one with a bullet couldn't do because i couldn't explain it and, okay. and and in california it would be but now he he's writing he's working on his script and he's nope no no good all right so that's the bottom that's the new one uh club the cards one. the top well uh, see club card used to be the the deal breaker for me mm-hmm. but now i think it goes staying home club card Uber. Mm. the mm. club card man Gives me a heebie-jeebies. That's a weird one because <laughs> I would think, you know, your people are known for their frugality. And that's fine. But do you have to flaunt it? <laughs> Look at this, lady. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> Wait, Brian, let me see those keys. That's, that's a YMCA. Oh, sure it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a old story day, but I, I did... I did. I'll make it quick, but I did buy coffee and tea for all the writers at Kimmel, and uh, the lady at the coffee bean and tea leaf wanted me wanted to know if I wanted a card right. and have it punched, punch and I was like, "No, nah, I'm a winner." And then one of the writers behind me said, "Punch my card," and I said, "No, Mm-mm. sorry, yeah, I'm buying the coffee here." Hey, as, yeah. as long as we're talking about Bitcoin, do you remember? I know the answer is no. So does anybody here remember when you uh, were getting sued by the patent trolls? Mm-hmm. Uh, I donated the one fraction of a Bitcoin I had to the cause, which at the time I have no idea how much it was worth. I looked it up recently. It's it's a couple thousand dollars. Wow. That was nice yeah. of you. That nice. was my contribution to the to the fight. Mm. Well, thank you. But <laughs> weird now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it means more now than that. Yeah, sure. You really should have held on to that and just wrote him a check. Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> August uh, on Zoom. Oh. Oh, August is on Zoom. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Is he driving? Mm-hmm. Where is August? Is he at home? His 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 connection's always always a disaster. Yeah, that's why we had him go on Zoom. Oh, but, really? Mike, you there? He's, I don't see anything on the screen. It's just going to be audio. He just called. Through oh, okay. Great. He, he just said K. Mm-hmm. Mike? No? Okay. Hey, t- Mike, he's talking about you, you fuck-ass. Take your uh, self off mute just in case. That's the thing. His, uh, his cell phone never works, right? Or is it his earpiece, or... Is it- let me let me try. Yeah, it's, there 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 were some issues today with his uh with his. I thought it was his earpiece, but it was his phone, and it was just doing that. It was just cutting out. So let me try to give him another call. All right. It's always um I attempt to talk to Mike probably once a day on the phone and it never goes well. Yeah, but every once in a while you get that shooting star and you get to hear him throw down on a highway. Yep, mm-hmm. and it makes it all it all worthwhile. Yep. All right, uh, Donnie Deutsch is going to uh, join us. Yeah. He's the advertising guru. I want to talk to him about what's going on in the world of advertising because I'm very interested in it, yes. And also, um, I thought you'd be particularly interested in, it says that uh, his Ikea commercial in the 90s featured the first gay and interracial couple in a TV ad. And I know we talk about that a lot now, and it's like super, you know, we're used to it. So he might have some thoughts about that. Yeah, I saw one the other day that uh, caught my notice. It was the black woman with the white dude. The dude was like staying home and taking care of the kids Mm -hmm. and the Black woman's going off on like a business trip. The dude had a man bun. Oh, he had a man bun. That's where we're at. All right. Timely. We'll see if we can summon Mike. Let me tell you about uh, Hyundai uh, Tucson. That's right. They questioned everything to create the best Tucson ever. Every inch of the all new Tucson has been completely reimagined, resulting in an SUV loaded with innovations inside and out. 
Oh, I know. I sat in this car with the aforementioned Mike for quite some time the other week, and we were impressed from design to technology to safety. Every aspect of the new Tucson has been improved and completely redesigned. Digital key allows you to use your phone as a uh, spare key. User profiles, uh, it has um, a uh, 10-inch plus, 10-and-a-quarter-inch full-touch infotainment screen, which is really works. I, I mean, I just sat in this car and I went all the way through it. LED daytime, running lights, stylish, uh, hidden in front of the front grille. The car looks good. The car has so much technology and the price is unbelievable. Hyundai.com uh, is where you go. All right. Does Max Zapata have a read on Mike? We do not have internet right now. Yeah, mine just went down. Oh, yeah. Somebody, uh, well, just I'd say call Mike, but his phone never, his earpiece. I don't know what it is if with only Mike. only some other way to talk into a phone. <laughs> yeah. Just tell him to call him up and put, it, put the phone up to the side of his head. Um, somebody, I don't know if anyone saw this, but I should, somebody tweeted me, like, have internet problems? Use this disc or use this thing that uh, Elon Musk, I think, came up with. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Maybe it was from Elon. I think that's what it said, but it's like you need one of these because our our thing is is we just get punished by the internet here, and the the answer is always the internet's no good where you guys are. Right. Anyway, which is fine, but we should probably do something about well, it. And we always talk about doing something about it, but we never do anything about sometimes it. Sometimes your options are limited by like there's a monopoly of like, you know, Spectrum has this area and AT&T has this area. You know what I mean? Yeah, that well, that's definitely what's going on, but we should be able to overcome this, right? Mike's on line one. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. Mike? Yeah. Who? Go ahead and talk. I am here. All right. <laughs> Great. Uh, behind enemy lines. Where are you? Of course. I can't work. It's like we can't even uh, get a phone call together. Are you at home? What? How does how does it work that only Mike cannot be spoken to on the phone? Even when he's... I've talked to him when he's hitting a bucket of balls at the range. I still can't understand a fucking word he's saying. Yeah, what is that? And he's not on a headset either. Like, it's just I, I at his him. house. Yeah. Mike? doesn't work hello oh, there you hello. Go. all right real quick defend yourself against mike lynch's uh home attack come on that, there you go the shack was built in 19 as a hunting cabin all right it's, it's not, it, what why is it undoable with mike and the phone i by the way i gotta talk to him about business like all day this is a disaster <laughs> Does he have T-Mobile or some bubble phone company? Yeah. I was going out to dinner last night. I called him at like 8. This happened and we just never spoke this is, again. This could be like a horrible sitcom situation gone awry. He's going, don't do it. Don't sign it. And all you hear is do it. Sign it. Mm-hmm. Cricket wireless. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. Let's try it one more time. Can you hear me? Oh. oh. Where are you at? In a Folgers camp. I'm in the free state of Orange County. All right. Now, well, now, did you walk into another room or something? Or this is on Zoom now? Okay. Okay. All right. So, Mike, sorry. Defend yourself against you saying that Lynch should destroy his home that he spent so much sweat equity and love on. His home. That shack that was built in the country in 1916? It should have been leveled in the 40s? Wow. Jesus Christ. He's talking about putting an extension on it? Are you nuts? So the defense isn't, I didn't say that. It's that I stand by it. What's wrong with you? My defense is I was too polite to start with. He really should have leveled it. Yeah. He just got 70 grand over asking for that house, yeah. Mike. Well, 70. remember, it's in the street. That 70 over house. asking. That house was built a century ago and nothing was out there. Through the years in the 50s and 60s, they built some nice suburban homes. So he had a valuable piece of real estate. Oh. You need to... You didn't even tell him. He didn't even talk about what I really told him to do, which he hated. Kill I said, himself. put a mobile home in the back and live in that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he wanted him to go full Rockford no. Files. 
and tear down the house. You can instantly get a master bedroom, a master bath, a dining living room. You could have an office for yourself. Your kid could have a playroom. Your life would get 3,000% better and it cost you 50 grand. Well, you know, uh, the joke's on you, Mike, because he sold it. He got over asking and he's moving into a bigger yeah. house. But wait a second. August, yeah. could August, you could be the one laughing last because maybe they're buying it for the dirt. No. Oh, they definitely. Okay. You haven't seen this place. It's it, it'll be gone tomorrow. <laughs> well, now you just back over it with your car to fall right over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite well, a Look, now, Mike, I I tactfully uh, <laughs> broached that subject with Mike Lynch. Oh. Oh, do not think this, Mike's voice is ringing. Has been ringing in my ear ever since he said, "Like we're moving out, right. we're thinking about selling the house," and then he, we sold it. And of course, I'm thinking, "Okay, what's going on here?" Mm-hmm. So I said, um, "Oh, who's moving in?" You know, and, and if he said, you know, some old fat rich white right. guy or something, then that, that's a developer. But yeah. he said it's a young couple wanting mm. to start a family, Mike, of hunchbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Are they on parole? Is this some type of uh, punishment post uh, prison? prison? Oh have to live here. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Donnie Deutsch is on the blower. Mike, are we going to Anchorage uh, July third? We are going to Anchorage July third. We're going to be at Coots in Anchorage. I'm so jealous. I've always wanted to go to Alaska. What are we going to do there? We are going to we're going to fish. We're going to get chased by bears. We're going to then set up a podcast on Saturday night at Coots. And it's going to be awesome. And uh, were we staying like in a lodge or something? We're flying to the outback, out, way out in Bristol Bay. And mm-hmm. we're staying in a lodge for a couple of days. And we're coming into Anchorage. You know, in the, that time of year, it stays light 22 hours a day. So I've been able to find you 22 hours of work to do. <laughs> oh, you got me a job on a tuna barge or something? Or, or, we're on the crab. We need to talk to you about that, yeah. I'm yeah, sure. We're going to have to get you some of those yellow boots. <laughs> Pack those. All right. So, uh, Anchorage Coots, uh, July 3rd. And uh, Mike's defense wasn't what we thought it was going to be. It wasn't oh, no. really Double defense. Down. It was just how egregious I'm Mike's house was. Tripling down. <laughs> tripling down. I told you. No not. jury would convict me if you showed them that house. That was a disaster. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Mike, I'll call you later. Thanks. We'll see if later. we talk. If we hey, able Mike, to he's t- talking about you, you fuck ass. Or not. Jeez. All right, Donnie Deutsch yeah. is, uh, well, you know Donnie Deutsch. We'll talk all about advertising with him right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Have you ever heard that story that Napoleon used the Egyptian Sphinx for target practice and shot its nose off? Or maybe you've heard that a French astrologer named Nostradamus correctly predicted nearly 500 years of human history. Or maybe someone told you that the legendary blues guitarist Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at a crossroads in Mississippi. These stories are what I like to call historical myths. Great little tales that may or may not have any basis in historical fact. On Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story. It simply must be told. If you dig stories about death-obsessed emperors, lost civilizations, desperate sieges, voodoo black magic, and famous historical figures you thought you knew then Our Fake History might just be your new favorite podcast. Still not sure? Then stick around to the end of the episode today to hear a teaser episode of Our Fake History. If you dig it, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.